When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that talk was achieved, brother, you stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey everybody, you don't even know the difference between a longsword and a rapier. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello everyone. That's Kevin. Hey y'all. Welcome to the Quiet Deck Podcast, the Definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. We got another instant analysis, episode five, Cherry Picker. Nice name. Uh, another hockey term there. Cherry Picker basically, you know, doesn't play defense, waits for his team to pass him the puck as he's behind the D. But uh, some, some connection to Evan's dad there, I think. I think that was the point. But... First, I do want a kin token update just because uh, we're on a roller coaster ride now. We used to do it just to make fun of Kevin, but I'm I'm getting excited. So December 2016, Kevin buys kin token for 343 ish dollars, goes down to like a dollar nineteen. It was up to two something, two hundred something, then hundred and twenty something. Where are we at now, Kevin? Uh, we're sitting at one oh three thirty nine. So, mm. and the last few days have been kind of bad, relatively bad for, for uh, most crypto. Um, but uh, yeah, still in much better shape than we were uh, a while ago. There you go. So let's just move on here. Episode five, cherry picker. Uh, Kevin, your opening thoughts on the episode. Uh, I think this is probably uh, the best episode so far, I think. Um I thought it was really good. Um, I, I, I guess we we put to bed a lot of the a lot of the rumors uh, or a lot of the fan theories about um, Charlie being Evan's dad and things like that. Um, I did. I mean, the the the, the whole the, that storyline is pretty. You know, it's a tried and true you know uh, vehicle for many shows and movies over the years. But I thought it was really good. I, I thought um, the the kind of the relationship between Bombay and his dad. I thought that was a really interesting kind of thing that unfolded, uh, maybe uh, unexpected. Um, and uh, I, I just thought it was really good. I, I thought the the hockey moment uh, where Evan just takes over was really good. Um, and uh, I don't know, I just, I, I thought it was a very cohesive episode and, um, and, it, and it was good. It tugged at the heartstrings a little bit and um, had some good funny moments. And I just thought it was solid. Yes, I agree. Tommy, your thoughts? I think Kevin said, you know, unexpected was really good. And um, and so you, you kind of have some of these like played up tropes. You've got like the nerd who's going to be friends with the cool girl and the cool girl is then embarrassed, but they kind of spin that on its head. Um, you know, they've got, you know, especially with like the nerds like, hey, I know I'm like a loser or whatever. Like you don't need to like sugarcoat that. And then like, again, flipping it um bombay and um evan's dad by bonding 
um, was really good. I liked that. There wasn't any kind of like he's got to show off and like for for Alex or anything like that. Um, also with Evan being like, hey, I know dad is like not reliable, but like let me just kind of like hope. That was also good because I think you have like again the trope of the kid doesn't realize his dad's a deadbeat because he's not there to see like the bad moments, but he realized, and it's not that he's a deadbeat. He's just like an absentee father. Um, so I really liked it. I also, um, I liked the, um, the kind of setup early in deliverance with uh, Bombay's car and then him like keeping uh, kidnapping the dad and uh, going yeah. to the game. It was good. you know, I think a lot of wholesome moments, but it wasn't overly cheesy with the exception of like the TikTok dancing um but again like i think the wholesomeness kind of like overpowers that so really good episode and um i'm sure we'll talk about the the ending but yeah evan dominating and kind of setting up the next episode of like coach t was in attendance he wanted to yeah. watch and also shout out to coach t for scouting his opponents um <laughs> that's something that we definitely have uh, have been critical of before um so good for him yeah we'll have to talk about coach t going to the the game between the two worst teams in the league and scouting that that's uh, just dedication from him, but he could also be scouting some moms. I think uh, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My thoughts. I agree. I think between this and episode two, uh, it's close between which one's the best episode so far, but it's definitely up there. Uh, as Tommy mentioned, I liked how they took the popular girl and the weird girl and sort of spun it on its head. Uh, we talked in our last episode with Alex Vlahos about the original trilogy being sort of a snapshot of that time. And I thought this was a good episode and, and the series really does a good job of being a snapshot of this time. They brought up like the TikTok and all that kind of stuff, which I, a little cheesy. Yeah. But I liked it. Um, but yeah, two, the two arcs really were Lauren and Maya and Evan and his dad and whatnot. And you know, everything that went into that. And I thought both of them, were good and sort of uh, went in unexpected ways. So I like that. But let's go to Evan and his dad. So his dad shows up. He's a musician. Uh, obviously, a little one-night stand, I guess, was the result of Evan. And just how do we feel about, like, the introduction of the dad and, and how he was sort of portrayed, uh, especially at the beginning there? I think Tommy might have touched on this a little bit in his recap, but um, I I was particularly glad that it wasn't like his dad shows up and then Alex like falls into his arms kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm glad that didn't play out that way because um, like, you know, we've, we've seen that storyline a million times. Um, I thought it was good. Uh, I thought that the setup between you know, Alex being really excited. I mean, I'm sorry, Evan being really excited and then like, you know, revealing to his mom, he's like, I know he's a piece of shit, you know? Um, <laughs> like, uh, I, I thought that was, I thought they handled that really well. Um, I also liked the fact that, yeah, he's a musician, but it's pretty obvious that he's like not a good musician. Like, and he yeah. like kind of, you know, acknowledges that at some point. I thought that was good. Um, Instead of, you know, he's like some touring music, like, like big time musician. I, I thought that was a, another like added layer of, of, uh, of humor and, and, you know, um, I guess reality. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was good. Um, and I, I wasn't expecting it to happen when it happened, which I think is a good thing. 
Um, I thought maybe it happened later in the year or in the season. Um, so I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. It seems like they're kind of getting through like some of the drama to kind of leave like, yes, they, they got their star player and, you know, um, and Sophie, um, you know, you, we find out about Evan's dad, um, Bombay kind of came around and everything. Um, so, you know, there's still kind of like a will they, won't they with Alex and Bombay, but, um, you're curious to be like, okay, well, how's the rest of the season going to play out? Like, oh, they, you know, they're setting things up um, and you got to figure the last episode has got to be some match against the Ducks in some capacity, but how they get there is is still kind of a little bit of an unknown. Seems like they're teasing to like an, an Evan, you know, who's got to have like, he's going to grapple with and maybe he gets an opportunity to go back to the Ducks. Um, and so I, I like it. And, you know, we're now at the midpoint of the season and I'm, um, you know, they're still very invested, um, you know, really looking forward to the next couple of episodes. Um, and so this, this episode, I think, I, I think it's probably the best one so far. Um, but I, I wonder if they're going to give us a little bit more like behind the curtain and some of the other kids, like, are they going to give us a Sam and Logan episode? Are they going to like, cause they gave us, we were heavy on like Nick in the first few episodes and now he's been like a passenger basically. He, he had like a couple of good one-liners. So still mm-hmm. strong. Um, you know, we had like the Kube episode last time, like uh, Alex Lejos pointed out, which was pretty good. Um, so you can pr- maybe predict, like, are we going to have like a Logan and his dad relationship episode um, and, and kind of what else? But five more episodes left. You know, it's, you know, it's glass is half empty or half full. Everyone look at that, at it that way. Yeah, that's a good point. My number one sort of pet peeve with TV shows is when it takes like five episodes to set everything up and then it all like comes to, you have to like wait through those to get to the end where I, we're, we're having some good movement here. You know, they've all come around. So, so one other thing, like, and I guess a pet peeve is in, you know, the last half decade, I think most of the shows I've watched with the exception of maybe the last couple of seasons of Game of Thrones have been binging. And mm-hmm. so I'm watching it all, you know, it's either all been up online or whatever, or I'm watching them on online. And, um, and so you don't have the, like, the, you know, previously on Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And that's something I always dislike because like, I understand you have to like harken things back, but you're essentially getting things like previewed, like spoilers for yeah, what's yeah. going to be in the episode. Um, and so that's going to be, that's something that like I'd kind of forgotten about. Um, and like something in, in like Lost was like super guilty of that um, for any Lost fans out there. And part of it was because that show was so fucking complicated. So you couldn't remember anything that happened. Um, but that's uh, that's another little, I guess, um, thing that I'd forgotten about. But also it's like, hey, you know, remember this is important and this is why they do it. And I, I, I do like the, the weekly format from Game Changers. So I'll, I'll just have to, to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, to your point about the secondary characters, I mean, we've had Sophie, we'd have, we've had Evan, obviously we've had Nick and now we have Lauren and Maya. So you would figure the last two are Logan and Sam. So I'm sure they'll fit in somewhere uh, with sort of their own spotlight episode here. So is Sam going to teach Logan how to skate basically? Yeah, that's possible. Or like, I guess, not be afraid to get hit or something like that 
Uh, also, Coop. I should mention Coop had his own sort of episode uh, before. So, Coop yeah. still sucks, though, right? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I did want to talk. Frustrating teammate in the world. I did want to talk about that. So, he only let in four goals instead of 17. Do we think Coop got better or was there better defense uh, just from like, the bothers? It seems like everybody else has gotten better except for Coop and maybe Logan, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Coop, he actually like moved. This time, like he didn't attempt to make a save, uh, but in the one goal they showed, he did attempt to move. So I'll give him credit for that. Uh, but I guess good defense by the don't bothers. Uh, but going back to Evan and his dad, yeah, as Kevin mentioned, I like that he was like, oh, yeah, Madison, a college gig, and that's a straight line to Milwaukee. Like he's obviously still hanging on to the dream, even though he's supposed to be like 40, 45 years old. But I thought that the three chord line was really good too, where Bombay's like, yeah, it's basically three chords. And then his dad comes over and he's like, yeah, it's basically three chords. I thought that was a funny moment. Yeah, that was a good moment. Uh, we sort of touched on this, but sort of him and Bombay connecting, but also having this sort of rivalry with, uh, you know, the wing eating contest, a uh, nice way to put it. But my biggest question from that is why is Evan – sleeping in his shirt from that same night because he's like do i smell beer on you he's like no it's just a shirt and then he goes to bed yeah i've definitely never uh had a drink and gone to sleep with uh, a shirt that's been smelling like beer that's weird very unrealistic um i did i did actually think that though um i mean nice little one-liner but i mean 12 year olds are disgusting creatures just like that's true us in our 20s so (laughs) that's true as we go on, so Alex is talking to uh, Winnie. Winnie mentions, you know, cocoa guy, mustard guy, pretzel guy, pretzel hot dog guy. So are we thinking that Mustard Tim and her, like, didn't work out at this point? I, I'm curious about where Mustard Tim is fitting into this situation. Yeah, it kind of seems like if if he is done, like, that seemed like a weird, like, like a lot of screen time to give him even in that episode where they like introduce i don't know like i get that they were like comparing him to nick but i don't know it seems weird if he's out of the picture completely already yeah uh so obviously you have bombay he kidnaps uh evan's dad do we know Uh, evan's dad's name i none of us um, seem to be saying it I don't. I, I can look it up. I, we might be able to figure it out. But yeah, I don't have it off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, a good way to set it up there with his broken down car. And that explains a lot of things. But I was wondering if like, because it's like he's got a hockey stick holding up the glove box. I was like, why don't you just tape it shut? I was wondering if at one point he was going to like pull the hockey stick down, like all these old photos of the ducks would come down. I don't know. Mm. So maybe look out for that in the next couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, he mentions that. But so do we think Bombay is kidnapping Evan's dad for Evan? Or is he trying to get on Alex's good side? Like, what are his motivations here? Because uh, Bombay has not been the most um, upstanding citizen. Well, this harkens back to Quack Attack episode one. <laughs> yes. Where we talk about the, the inaugural discussion was, was Bombay a good guy or not? And so uh, here we are five years later, still having the same conversation. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll let Kevin jump in. I, I think it's layered. I think, I think he was opportunistic. I mean, I, I think he cared because it reminded him of his dad. 
mm-hmm. um, and he and he started to care about Evan. But I think the he realized he's like, ooh, if I do this, I'll get on Alex's good side. So I think it like I think he probably went through the progressions a little bit. Um, so it, it was I, a win. I, I feel like yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there was no downside for him. Um, that like the only downside would be if like Alex didn't figure out that it was Bombay's idea, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I I think there was there was some some scheming going on because um, he's still he's still angling for that. For I guess there there could be catastrophic ramifications if the dad misses the gig and then like the band like disbands and now he's in town full time or something. I don't know, but it's not like he and Alex would get back together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Bombay is becoming, you know, more of a father figure. Um, w- one thing that was interesting is um, Evan just called Bombay like Bombay, not like Coach Bombay or anything like mm-hmm. that. So I'm not sure Evan sees Bombay as a father figure. Um, well, he called him Coach in the in that scene in the house in the last episode. Oh, really? Was, hey, Coach. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I don't know. Back and forth there. But I wonder if Bombay and him will have a heart to heart about the ducks. I don't know. Yeah. The only, well, I mean, I think that's what they're setting up here for episode six. They're going to have all the old ducks come back in the next episode. Um, and, and then we're going to kind of see where everyone's loyalties lie. But the one interesting thing that I think might show Bombay's growth is he could have very easily taken Alex to the wild game and he took Evan instead. So maybe he is like looking at that as a father figure, or maybe he knows like Alex or Evan is the way to Alex's heart. Who knows? I I, I do kind of like this, um, like this entire season of Bombay where, uh, yeah, he starts out like curmudgeonly and stuff, but like he literally cannot help himself from coaching everybody. Like <laughs> from Alex to Evan to Evan's dad to like, seriously, yeah. and Nick and all that. Um so I, I do kind of like that. You get to see like a little bit of his like wisdom come out, um, and, but it's not strictly actually to this point, aside from like the play and stuff, um, it has really nothing to do with hockey. Um, so I think that's been a really interesting kind of character development for him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just a, as we mentioned before, heroic performance by Evan. Five goals mm-hmm. in five minutes to win the game there. That's that was, imp- it was a cool scene, too. I thought it was just a lot of fun. I thought it was shot really well and uh, really dramatic. I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. USA Today is still covering youth hockey. You know, that's got to be worth like a follow-up feature on him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, good hockey scenes again. I agree. I thought it was well shot there. Um, how do we feel about the double helix play? It's... I, I mean, I, I don't know much about this in general. It seemed very slow developing, um, <laughs> like very slow. Yeah. Um, that might have been a combination of it just being in slow motion and, you know, they're trying to like, you know, focus on on the two and their like, you know, chemistry and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it seemed pretty, pretty slow developing. What, uh, one thing I do want to say is I thought, I thought we were headed down the path of Evan was going to miss the last shot. Oh, I thought we were going there and, and that didn't happen. And I don't, I don't know which way would have been better. I just feel like maybe they didn't have enough time to like do that. And then like, you know, have the redemption of, you know, his dad or whatever, but well, yeah, well, you also, they need to, they needed to win that game. They needed the yeah. points. So 
yeah, I don't, if they don't win that game, they're probably not in position to do anything really like making the playoffs or the play-in tournament or something like that. Yeah, I did think, yeah, there was a chance they tie uh, there. But I thought that was going to be like the victory for them, like uh, the Cardinals in, in D1 where they just tied the game and then that was um, sort of the big win for them. But yeah, Evan comes back. The double helix, Kevin, I agree. It was slow to develop. I wasn't quite sure what was going on, but I guess yeah. a lot of movement. <laughs> uh, but the nice... The nice sort of open up for Evan and then the slap shot at the end, I thought was nice. But um, anything else on Evan, Alex, Bombay, his dad, before we move on to the second story here, the second arc, Maya and uh, Lauren? Um, real quickly, the wing eating contest. Mm-hmm. Um, if For new listeners, Kevin boasted that <laughs> he would be able to eat 10 turkey legs in one sitting a few years ago, and we... We made him try it, uh, and he failed spectacularly. What, what did you eat? Two and a quarter? Yeah. Two and a half. Two and a, Two half, and a half, I think, was our official ruling. So I'm thinking maybe uh, that turkey leg challenge will turn into a wing-eating challenge here. Mm. I, I think I'd do better at a wing-eating challenge. There you go. All right. I, I, wait, how many did I get to? 41? Yeah, they got to 42, I believe, and then Bombay you know, had to walk Evan out because it was like midnight on a school night. Terrible job. I, I feel like I could do 42, maybe. <laughs> 42. Well, we've got it on tape. All right. I've done 30 before in a sitting. Um, yeah. 42. You got to train. I, yeah, I got to train. Well, I mean, I, I eat wings all the time. Actually, I actually ate wings last night. <laughs> well, how many did you have last night? Uh, I didn't have that many because we also had some pizza and, you know, some other stuff. So it, was, uh, it wasn't a, a focused effort on the wings. But, uh but yeah, I'd be down to do a wing challenge. All right. Wow. We're going to get that uh, sometime right. later in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely doing that. But uh, I did like the, I thought it was an added level of difficulty that they were adding hot sauce there. That's yeah. sort of just another added element. So good for them. Yeah. I, nice little scene for, uh, uh, for the competitiveness. One, one other, um, it was small, but I really liked whenever uh, his dad shows up and Alex doesn't introduce Bombay to him, and Bombay is just kind of like nodding his head back there, like twiddling his thumbs. I thought that was just kind of funny and um, just a, a good moment from Bombay. But uh, yeah, yeah, I like when the dad was like, "Oh, thanks, guy." He's like, "This guy <laughs> yeah. will take him." Yeah, thanks, guy. <laughs> that was good. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go to Lauren and Maya, and sort of how they developed. Uh, obviously Lauren, the weird girl with the cape, we sort of learn a little bit more about her, I guess, and, and why she wears the cape, which I thought was a good sort of explanation. It wasn't that she's, you know, just a weird girl, like there was a reason behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Maya sort of connecting on a different level. You know, we moved here in third grade. I talked funny, blah, blah, blah. Um, obviously they, they sort of have the, you know, you're friends with her thing. But I did like, yeah, as we mentioned before, they sort of turned it, which I was not expecting, where like Mai comes over to apologize and Lauren's like, uh, let's let's go away from here. So Yeah, that um, was that was a really good moment. I, I thought that was really funny. Um, how like uh they kind of both caught each other in a in a bit of a lie. I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah. But and then obviously Nick makes the incredible speech where they all, you know have to set their differences aside 
to that win a very, this good, game. very good speech. That was an that was a captain's moment. I do think Evan is still the captain, but you know he's got the. I think Nick deserves the A on that one. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Nick is like the emotional spirit of the team. You know, like Evan 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 drives the train and kind of like pushes people. But I don't know, Nick Nick is the sensitive you know emotional one that kind of ties everybody together. That's a good point. I too agree. He deserves an A. Uh, even Alex was like, "Nice speech," which I yeah, was like, "Oh good. yeah." That was a good, uh, good moment there. I, but and I, I like too how Nick was—he wasn't um, kind of like his typical self, where, where he was like, would have been like proud of himself for doing it. He was just like, "Thanks," you know, just kind of like real casual. Whenever she said that, um, just kind of played it off like, "Yeah, yeah, I do this all the time," you know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, how do we feel about Lauren and Maya and how that all developed there? I thought I thought it was good. Um, I didn't mind the TikTok stuff. I thought it, I mean, again, kind of like you said, I think it's fun to have those like snapshot moments. Um, people that watch this in 20 years will probably have to look up what TikTok was, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, I, I thought it was good. I really liked um, that it wasn't, that it was like both of them that like simultaneously learned a lesson. Um, and I thought like the closing moment where they kind of like swapped their, their like outfits or whatever, I thought that was cool. Um, and just kind of how they like shove it in the faces of both of their friend groups, both of their cliques. And then they, they go sit in the, uh, with the hockey team. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was good. A big, good moment for uh, team building. Uh, yeah. Oh, and b- before I forget, I did like the, the, um, the, I, I don't know if it's one liners, right? Weird, but whenever Nick starts saying that how he tried to start the click and, <laughs> and it never caught on or whatever. He's like, you got some nibbles, but no bites. Yeah. yeah that was good. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, Lauren and Maya, the Tic Tac, I thought it was a kind of a realistic type relationship. Like, oh, yeah, I love this Tic Tac. It's so funny. And then she doesn't post it because she's worried what other people will think and all that. So I thought it was just a great way to uh, sort of develop those characters. Uh, Interested to see how this all plays out for uh, them at school. And, you know, now we've broken down the clicks, which is a, a dangerous thing to do in the hierarchy of middle school. Uh, I will say there was the the District 5 middle school. The nickname is The Frost, which I thought was interesting. Uh, not, a, not a typical name, but anything else on Lauren and Maya before, you know, we get to the ending here uh, with Coach T and Evan and uh, some ideas about what could happen in the next one. Anything else on Lauren and Maya? Uh, my only thought is... Um the uh, Maya's like friend group. It's like um, they, they really, or excuse me, you know, Lauren's friend group. They really seem to hate Maya for being popular. Mm-hmm. Like really well, hated not her. Even, not even being popular, just being a bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like they're all really mean. Like <laughs> that first episode was really mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, I think you, you forget about those, uh, those clicks. And, and like Nick said, you know, maybe you're better off without them. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, before we go to the ending, I just wanted to mention that Alex's boss, Stephanie, I thought this was her best uh, performance. I thought she was really funny uh, at the office talking about saving the manatees and was yeah. time to go drink some pr- prosecco, prosecco and yeah. save some fat animals. I, yeah, and when she was like, uh, personally, if, if they all died out, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, she was really good. Limited screen time in this episode, but she made the most of it there. But 
how did we feel about the ending with uh, Trevor coming up and say, hey, Coach T has been scouting, wants to talk to you? I, I mean, I thought it was a great way to like to tie up what was a very heartwarming episode and like kind of like bring you back into like the drama. Um, I just thought it was, I thought it was really good. Um, I don't know if I entirely saw that coming at any point this season. Uh, so I thought that was cool. But um, I also like too how Evan was like, you know, kind of like talking trash to him as he walked up. Like he can't, you can't get in my way of my good day or whatever. And, and then he just like drops that bomb on him. Um, so I'm, I'm very curious to see what, 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 you know, how this plays out next episode. I, I think it'll probably be something with like the old ducks talking him into staying with the new, with the don't bothers or something like that, you know? Yeah. I, I think the old ducks, like it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they, they step into it. Um, you know, Coach T, you know, he he's definitely like the do-anything-to-win kind of guy. Um, I guess, real quick sidebar, I like how the Hawks are the second-worst team in the league. Yeah, now. that's nice. That's good. Um, so Coach T, you know, you got to feel he he probably, like, is really pissed at Sophie. And so, you know, I wonder if there's anything, like, playing him. He's like, I'm going to get back at those, like, get back at Sophie kind of show like what happens underneath my team i'll just like poach your best player now or whatever you know just, or if like, he thinks my it'll team. bring sophie back oh that's a that's a good thought i mean there's there's gonna be a, a line drawn in the sand next episode i think you know evan will will stick uh, with, with the don't bothers as it all ends up but i think we can we can see what happens you know just like in you know d1 where you've got you know, half the team, or excuse me, like 90% of the team doesn't show up for like the, the Flames game, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's going to be a, there's going to be some inspiring speeches. There's going to be like an Averman one-liner. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for uh, next episode. Yeah. The Sophie element is an interesting one that I wasn't really considering as we go into this whole, you know, Will Evan join the ducks or not which by the way some of our predictions coming through i think we'll have a, a mid-season review next yeah we week. should and I, then, I, I, each time one happens i'm like boom boom <laughs> yeah so we'll, we'll review it mid-season next week you can look out for that but let's go now uh to the high point the low point and the mvps of this episode uh your high point tommy of the episode uh a lot of high points um think it was probably um like honestly having uh having uh lauren and maya like both dressed as like the opposite essentially at the end just kind of like all of that coming full circle like it was a really good ending um and i and you know you, you just feel good and like one thing like Emilio estevez said about this it's like you know home cooking whatever it's like it's comfort food and this was like a comfort food episode because it wasn't overly cheesy um, good one-liners, you know, it worked out at the end and they gave you something for next episode. So I think the high point, I like the ending. Um, even though this, this episode I think was, was full of high points. Which you're saying him getting invited by coach D to talk is the high point. No, no. Um, Maya and Lauren kind of resolving their issues there. Um, and it all coming full circle. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go with, um, uh, kind of hard to like separate the two but like 
Evan's dad being there and then him crushing it like during mm-hmm. that time. I I think it's I think it's hard to top that like like that was like a goosebumps moment for me like you know like a classic sports movie goosebumps moment. Um, so I think I'm gonna go with that because it, it it was really good and the scene was just really good. I, it was really you know really high level high value. Like I, I just thought it was great. Yeah. It's interesting because I was uh, I was hoping we could go unanimous because those were sort of my two high points, which was, you know, Evan. I liked how Evan sort of acted out when he his dad wasn't there and then his mm-hmm. dad comes. Oh, back. yes, yes. That too as well. And his dad comes back and sort of gets into the whole thing mm-hmm. for a while, even though he's mad and, and missing it. Uh, but yeah, I did like the ending. Um. I'll go. I'll go with the hockey scenes just because I thought they were really well done in, in the hockey scenes. But uh, yeah, it was a close one for me. I think the Quackalites might be able to um, break the tie there, so yeah. to speak. To Tommy's point, there were a lot of really great high points in this episode. Yes. Yes. Let's go to our low points. Uh, Kevin, do you have a low point for us? Um, low points. Let's see. Um, I guess if you're if you're talking straight storyline, I think the low point would be Evan's dad deciding to leave, like mm. just the way he did. And ultimately that didn't play out, but I, I thought that was like, uh, you know, it's just like such like, come on, dude. Like you got like one chance for redemption here. And then you're just like going to throw it away for a show in Madison. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll kind of agree. I thought the beginning when they went to the first bar, it was a little clunky with Bombay and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's tough to argue with Evan's dad. You, you're sort of seeing like, oh, he's sort of coming around here and he's, you know, trying a little bit. And then, yeah, he goes back. But I'll go with the beginning at the bar, uh, especially Evan's dad singing. I was like, hey, he's not very good. But I guess that was part <laughs> of the uh, that was part of the plot. But Tommy? I, I agree with Kevin because it's like, oh, go to Madison and that opens the door to Milwaukee. It's like, maybe you could aim, like, aim a little higher. Um, yeah. And you've been doing this for how long? Evan's 12, so at least like a decade and change. Um, and you think he would have played Milwaukee before if you're, this is your career. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't look like he's beaten down by the road. He's very he's happy. He like looks well rested. Um, it's also interesting, like, oh, we're playing at a bar and grill. It's like, or like a bar and restaurants. Like, are you playing at like a Chili's or something? Yeah. Um, a, it was Tito's. Yeah. yeah. Tito's so. bar and restaurant. Yeah. Um, so interesting there. But again, at the same time, they can't spend a ton of time on Evan's dad, whose name we don't even know, um, <laughs> on his backstory. Um, so I think some of uh, his, his commitment issues were kind of the low point. But again, I don't think it's like, it's like poor writing or anything like yeah. that. No, this one, this one, it's tough to pick a pick a low point because I thought it was uh, really sort of well crafted. Um, our MVPs, Tommy, do you want to go with your MVP? Um, you know, I was thinking about tough. it. I, I thought, you know, I think it like Bombay is kind of like the safe choice. I thought he was great again, um, but I'm honestly going to give it to Evan. Um, I think he very mature in dealing with his dad, and then he also like. Also, we didn't even talk about him just like checking, you know, the the Hawks kid right at the start and getting two minutes in. And of course, that's a nice harken back when Portman was ejected from Team Iceland game, you know, before the game started or whatever, um, or like four seconds in. So I thought there was a little nod back there from uh, the podcast crew. 
about, oh, I've never heard of that, something like that happening before. So I think I give it to Evan. Uh, maturity and kind of knowing his dad's situation. Um, the, but obviously it, it did get to him. Um, and so, uh, and then he rebounded. So I'm giving it to Evan. I agree. I'm going with Evan as well. Uh, yeah, he kind of knew what the deal was and sort of explained it to his mom. And then, yeah, just an incredible hockey performance with those five goals in five minutes comes all the way around. But uh, Kevin, your thoughts? Yeah, I think I think I'll go with Evan as well. I, I think it's like really close between him and Bombay just because, you know, without Bombay, none of that ever would have happened. Um, so it depends on if you're going to go with the catalyst or like the actual performance. Um but uh, yeah, I'll go with Evan because uh, that was a pretty, pretty impressive uh, way to close the game and and just throughout the episode, he was he was really good. Yeah. So you and, and 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 also like I liked his like I, like I said earlier, I liked his swagger at the end before uh, he he gets told that Coach Key wants to see him. You know, he was he was he was feeling himself. You know, I yeah. That was like a really good way to like tie up his episode. Yeah, I tried to do a quick search on IMDb. I could not find the dad's name, but I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, unanimous for Evan. So he's now tied with Nick at two, and then Coob has won through five episodes here. So an interesting MVP race for the first season here. And uh, hopefully we go to the second season. But that is it for us at Quack Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Quack Pod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars, tell us your MVP. Join our Discord. It's been fun. I'm really enjoying the conversation. Uh, there is a group of, they call themselves Team Kevin, who think D3 is the best, and they're sort of uh, organizing on the board. I, I understand how terrorist organizations form now. They're, they're real, they found each other, and they're uniting. And uh, I'm not sure how this is going to go, but uh, if you want to join the Discord, there's a link on our Twitter, on our Facebook, or you can just message me, and I will send you. Uh, uh, invite link as well uh thanks to our producers i did not mention them in the last episode i feel bad uh with alex Vlahos, but uh, go listen to that episode it was really fun he's a really good guy uh so we try to support good people on the show so support him our producers executive producers elsie barnett brian berg alex yabarro josh licht bobby lamere rabbi lex rothenberg Aaron Davis and Ed Semia, our regular producers, Deborah Chen, Jeremiah Bershey, Adam Ferry, Joyce Ng, Jared Beasley, Lisa Wobig, Anthony Geoffrey, Jeff Fantas, Matt Holtwick, Stevie Yanks, and JD Youngblood. If you want to join them, there's a link in the show notes to donate to the show. Helps us keep going. You also get, uh, there's a rumor of a secret producer channel on the Discord. Uh, I cannot confirm or deny for anybody who is not a producer or executive producer. Uh, it may be there, but that's it for us. Remember, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we're here.